Today I'm joined by my guest Vicky, my guest Yale and Mo. Hi guys, and today's statement is, in today's world, we need to take more risks than ever to make it in life. What am I getting at here? Well, you may have noticed that there's lots of things online urging you to take risks. For example, find financial freedom through investing in whatever it is, urging you to be an entrepreneur and all this sort of stuff. So when I was young, people actually entered into a career for life. In the past, people had expectations that were really affordable. So for example, you could afford your own house, you could afford to have a family and so on. That gradually has been eroded away. Inflation has really took hold because of the amount of money being pumped into the economy. Anyway, enough of that stuff. The upshot is that people have to now earn a lot more than they did in the past to afford basic things like housing. That has been added to by, unfortunately, a sense of entitlement. So people not only can't afford what they want, they actually feel that they're more entitled to those things as well. So it's like a double whammy, causing people to feel shut out. So there's been a chain reaction where younger people feel, especially, feel shut out. And yet, what are we going to do about it? Everybody wants to move ahead. In the past, the solution was education. So there was a formula that economic growth plus education equals a better life. That no longer holds true. People are now thinking, well, we're going to have to take extreme measures to get that better life. You guys probably know more about what's happening online than myself, but I've noticed there's been increasingly a focus on cryptocurrency, investing in that. There's countless adverts about online gambling, you know, online bingo to get you hooked. Influencers are mad. It's like selling themselves and it's like a bit of a scam to to get into that as well. I mean, you've got the photograph that they're selling. A specific website, if you have a certain amount of followers and you can uh, qualify to be on this stadium where then you can sell literally a picture of your hand Really? And earn money or your feet. It's all all something, all members club or something, all... Only, only, only fans. Only, only fans. fans. Only fans, well, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know. But yeah, you can yeah. only qualify if you're at that kind of status level. Oh, I, right. I, sent, I sent a picture of my leg, but they... Did you really? They transferred it to the meat shop. It's so funny. <laughs> There's a lot of hidden no, things where people are making their money, like... I always associated on OnlyFans with, like, porn, is it not? Is it, it, it kind of is, really. Yeah. Yeah. I it, is. Kind of, it kind of is, but then it doesn't have to be. You don't no. have to show your face or anything, or, you know, it's not... Yeah. Well, yeah. So, in, in theory, you can do things that aren't sexual, but I think yeah. in most cases it ends it up is. being sex and sells. even and even yeah, sex sells, doesn't it? Well, it does. Well, is it just women on there, or can men sort of? I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody was like a male, would they make money? Is it just like a for the? Well, I'd assume I they might know. make less. I mean, but I mean, I've only heard about it the last like few years. I didn't know what it was about. I heard about yeah. it on Married at First Sight. Okay. Australia, and apparently all these like young kids, they can't find a partner because everyone's just leaving it later and later and later. Yeah. And then they go on a TV show, which is all a bit of a, a, a cover-up for them to actually uh, publicise themselves, to make money in a career, to influence other people, yeah. whatever products they want to do and sell. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, it's just TV, isn't it? And, and then the producers, who they pick and... 
how they want to work it. The Love Island um, has come all out now. Yeah. That, um, you know, the producers have told them how to be and how to act. A lot act of people go follow. on reality TV because they think they're going to make this massive career out of it. Mm-hmm. And it is true. Like, a lot of them think that it's going to be through social media. They don't even think, oh, I'm going to be famous. Or And then they've had suicide from it. I think people do, but these repercussions, you know. Yeah, it's like, I want to be famous, I want to do that. But once you're out there... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of repercussions, as you said. Absolutely. People do. The younger generation are so used to the internet being out there, their photograph of, uh, say, a young child. They've got, before the age of two, they've got like 300,000 yeah. photographs on the internet. Yeah. I haven't got that because I wasn't born at, um, of that year, like yeah. age. Yeah. And it's just so, it's just normal. Yeah. So these, um, these sorts of activities, they were unheard of when I was, you know, young. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's seen as a legitimate route, as a career. It is what it is, really. But you know, what where does this leave the rest of our society, really? If people are wanting to do these things, you know, that's their career being an OnlyFans person. What's it going to do to yeah. you know, sort of regular work, well, workplaces to go and get you know, a degree? And now that's been thrown away. And people that are like used to having thirty thousand pounds a year, or maybe up to fifty, and you have to work hard for your money, where someone can earn that in a month or a week, they don't believe it, and that's the scam. They think, oh, that's false, that's false. But these um, entrepreneurs are doing it somehow, Some doing reselling it. things on Amazon yeah. to get the money, and then yeah. repackaging it, finding it cheaper somewhere yeah. else, doing the. But it's but it's also a false sort of reality. A lot a lot of younger people think that oh it works for everybody and really it works for the few doesn't it i mean even if you are on OnlyFans or whatever which is Mm. probably one of the least desirable sort of routes but how much do we really know because it's only on social media that we're seeing it specifically that's actually doing these things well i I think it's interesting that a lot of these uh, get rich quick schemes the people that are actually getting rich they're not getting rich from the scheme it's like a multi-level marketing thing so they're getting rich from mm. attracting other people into the, into the yeah, scheme, you know, um, so what, yeah. what we used to be called pyramid, pyramid selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's apparently yeah. coming back. Yeah. Although, although like, um, if you talk about things like cryptocurrency, like I've got a friend who's... Um, Made a fortune. Yeah, yeah, no, well, <laughs> in theory he has. Mm. But this is the funny thing, because it, it all sits in the cryptocurrency, and yeah, there started being roots where you can use it. But... It's kind of like a bubble within itself, because it, I mean, to be fair, money is the same idea. It, it, is, it only has value because everybody believes that it's got value. It's just that a lot less people believe that cryptocurrency has value. Oh. So all these people are, most of the, sorry, the people who basically supposedly have the most money in cryptocurrency are the ones who are kind of within a bubble creating the value of it. Yeah. They're called oh, whales, yeah. aren't they, mm. apparently? They're mm. crypto whales. Yeah. I don't know why I know so much about this sort of subculture. No. But, but anyway. it's, it's them it's, together believing yeah. that's how much that's it's, right. it's valued belief. at. It's belief. Yeah. So, you know, sort of anything is only valued, uh, worth what somebody else is worth. But then, but then it could it, go so. either way because it could completely explode. But on the other hand, as you say, inflation has caused such a reality. I mean, there is this theory that basically the government keeps you, tries to keep its citizens at a level where they won't revolt Mm -hmm. but giving them the very minimum that they can live on Mm. without them revolting 
it is getting closer and closer yeah. to that knife and edge, then I feel. Get, the council, you know, they're getting taxed more, and then some people are avoiding tax. Yeah. And, um, generally quite wealthy people. Yeah. And people are very disillusioned, I think, with the system that we have got. So mm. Mm. maybe yeah. not disillusioned enough, but if people have been scammed even more. It's an opportunity mm. for it's hackers. So I know two people that have, their accounts have been hacked really? yeah. to get them to to change money over to invest. Look at this and sending them fake accounts and yeah. showing them how much money they can make in yeah. gambling it on stocks. And yeah, I mean, I don't understand I, I, stocks at all. I mean. I find it interesting that now we've got these apps that like things like Revolut and I don't know if you've heard of Revolut. Well, the ones but there's, there's loads of them where you just go on your phone. You might have one though on your phone. I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, you know, you just sort of you can you can move your money around like yeah. in a normal bank account. But it also allows you to invest. Yeah. And I'm thinking, who know, who the hell knows about investing when you you know you're working in a mm. in an app or something? I saw <laughs> that they've done all the research for you, but then you, you do have to pay as well. That's why I this is where I'm like on the fence when I go and look at apps and will this benefit me? Because I am stuck in this like era of I can only make what I can make because of my skills of what I've got. Because I don't mm. see myself becoming an entrepreneur. Oh. Yeah, I think that's the problem because. Um, a lot of folks these days they feel to make it you need to have certain things a lot of material whereas when i was young you know it's more about spirituality more about the person you are be a good person now it's about what car have you got where do you live you know what mm. kind of clothes you're wearing and that's that's what brings you attention so mm. i think because that is an attraction so to get that's that you need, you need you need money yeah. Um, and how do you get that money? So that's where all these. Because there is a different people. kind of expectation as well. Like yeah. there is, people don't save like they used to. They don't. They're not responsible with money like they used to be. All those no. people that went in a van and just escaped and went off grid, like they've decided that they don't want any of the money. They don't want to be a part of it. Mm. They've sold all their possessions, and then mm. they're the happiest that they are. But then also, where are they parked? Some some of them are in I don't know Tesco car parks. No, I didn't hear about this. Uh, when the lockdown happened, a lot of people um, who thought about packing up and just travelling the world uh, did it. Oh, okay. And I mean, there was two two grid. lads that got caught because obviously they were travelling around and they were posting it on right. social media. I agree to some extent with what you're saying, though, about in the past things were maybe less commercial. Not just commercial, there was less focus on how you looked and, and flaunting it. People still wanted those nice things, but they didn't flaunt it as much because there wasn't so much opportunity yeah. to know, flaunt it. Did they still it, really? do it around the playground, though? Because my mum felt it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, that yeah. they still did it. But it's worse yeah. now yeah. because it's, it's Now it's everywhere, it's now everywhere, it's sort yeah. of reaches every True. corner of the world. If we just, if I put something out there, it'll go to out to Mongolia or whatever, just yeah. as easy as it will down the road in Birmingham. I remember yeah. when I was young, you are correct, there was a bit of that, what is this person wearing? And it doesn't matter what clothes you had on, you could be ripped, but you had to have the best trainers on, you know? <laughs> so as long as your trainers are good, oh. it doesn't matter about the rest of you. I think that is like the 80s mentality where your trainers have to be sharp. But mm. I think it's still, that mentality still does exist. Yeah, yeah but you have to have, but it's three times the price. Yeah. Trainers now that are yeah. expensive are £3,000, £300, yeah. I don't know. Really? Nike, Nike Air, £300. Yeah, like those jackets, the, the goose... Goose jackets. There's, mm. there's a couple yeah. of grand. Canada goose. That's it. Yeah. 
I mean, which school kids? I mean, school kids are wearing them now. Imagine like you go to school and you haven't got that jacket, yeah. and your dad's got you know, you're working on minimum wage. That's why they invented it, uniforms, though, didn't they? So to stop that, but then it's the jacket it's on the top jacket, of the uniform. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that's shoes. a bit too extreme. I think schools should. Just imagine if they weren't wearing uniform, how worse it would be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But if I don't you do know because I grew up in Israel, and to be honest, there was no school uniforms. Mm. And did everyone have the same money though? Did you have like no, the different no, classes? No, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course. What was it like? I mean. I don't think that the difference was immense because end of the day, when you go to school with kids, you know who's got the best house, who's got the best holidays, who's got, because you come back from summer holidays, you say, I've gone there, I've gone there. One person has gone down the road and spent whole summer in the local swimming pool and library Mm -hmm. and some person has gone to... Florida. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, And I mean... So I, I don't know that the clothes, that the uniform thing, I don't know that that did make much of a difference. Much. And especially when you say you've got the trainer culture and things like that. I don't know. It is an interesting yeah. one. But I don't actually think it stops anything or I don't feel like culturally that's made much of a difference. In I th- fact, I think there has to be like, you have to understand that people, how much the earnings are, where they come from, is very different. Mm. And each society needs to accept there are people who are poor, there are people who are rich, and it's okay yeah. to be like that. Yeah. So if people are understanding, then you might be able to sort of, uh, you know, get this if material were, culture. Sorry. Yeah. If people were, say, like, spiritual, mm. it wouldn't matter what they were wearing as it long as they were happy and yeah. exactly. with, yes. with the kindness of the, and the love that they had between their like, family mm. and friends. And then it comes into like categories where children want, want, want for the material, and the parents just don't know what to do, or just like spend the money that they they could be spending on other things like experiences, and then just get them the trainers because oh they'll be just happy and they'll stop making. Yeah, I think yeah, uh, exactly. I think young people definitely are very very attuned to try and get stuff out of their parents, aren't because, they? Yeah. Yeah. If you're at school, you don't want to be the kid. Who wants to get picked yeah, up? And, the, and this is the ever. thing, and I think that's become a lot more of a culture. Yeah, I think so as well. But, but this, again, goes back to internet. Because, yeah, like, you get kids that are three years old on iPads and things like that. But if you yeah. don't let them go on it, they'll they no, be no, left absolutely. behind. Absolutely. You that's can't. what I think. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't let my child, if yeah. I had, you know, children. But no, then but think, oh, you, then, you then they just become really different. Yeah. Then you may as well kind of homeschool them. They, they become this kind of complete outsider. Some people are, though. Yeah. So, think, just thinking about the risk question again. So, these kids, whatever their um, needs are, materially or, or not, they go through school, and now every, seemingly most people go to uni. But they come out of the uni not necessarily expecting to... Well, they may expect to get high-flying jobs, mm-hmm. but they don't really anymore, do they? No. So, you know, it's well, the a, population has grown. So yeah, that's, that's and everyone's got a degree, so yeah. you and know, everyone's losing jobs for mm-hmm. jobs. So yeah, people with experience, and then they always say to young people, "Oh, you've got no experience." Right, and I want that. that. That's what yeah. they used to say yeah. when I was yeah, young. Yeah. Absolutely. So then, people have got far fewer uh, options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what potentially leads to people then thinking, "Well, what am I going to do?" Yeah. yeah. And then that leads to. And I feel like the parents have no extremes. advice for that because I wouldn't know how to advise a younger person how to get a job when 
even I struggled, you know, to get a job and, and get some experience. Yeah. And then keep it going. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to book any holidays or go travelling because I was getting so high in like the status of my hairdressing, and that's not a well-paid job. Mm. So, what have I? I've lost out on some life experience because I stayed in a job, and I've, you know, now I've, I'm really struggling to even have one holiday. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's that's the thing. So, so in the question of like, is it? In today's yeah. world, we need to take more risks than ever to make it in life. Well, it's true, isn't it? I mean, not everybody does, but what sort of alternatives are you left with? The question is, when we're taking these more risks than ever, is it actually helping us to make it in life, or is it just <laughs> helping us to fall further down in life? Well, it depends what sort of... Um... The opportunity to move to Australia, they've changed the age... From mm. 30, with so many points, you could, it's now turned to 35 before oh, okay. or 36 birthday. Yeah, your 36th birthday, you can now enter. And there's people like making more money over there. And even the teachers, you know, when they up and left with their like qualifications, mm. and we've not got many UK resident teachers here, Yeah, they've all gone abroad because that's what they wanted yeah. to do. Mm. And are they having that a better a life? Risk. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people, well, I don't know, sorry. No, I think it sounds like a good lot. I mean, I I haven't experienced it myself, but, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I've heard all good things. Yeah. And then if they want to settle down and then they've got the opportunity, but it's a massive risk, and then you're leaving your family, so. With moving abroad, because I uh, must confess to having wanted to move abroad several times and gone to different places, it's weird how you feel that you really miss your home country. Mm. Even though it's got its problems, yeah. that sort of culture and being used to the people that how they behave and the sense of humour and so on. I don't know if you felt that when I don't know when you moved away from Israel. But, um, you know, I moved when I was nineteen, I think. So you were kind of you were an adult. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, my own decision and and all that sort of thing. And um, I'd say from having been to a few countries really, and and like I myself am mixed, so. I'm part Israeli, I'm part Danish, etc. But it's this culture of, um, well, I don't know, the way I see it is basically the, the governments in every country are predominantly the ones that control the education. Yeah. And I think they insert into education and into media and whatever, your country's the best, this is where you want to be, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Make it, there's one element of making you proud of being part of a certain country and well, one element of kind of, I think, making you scared. And when I left Israel, I had several people telling me, oh, you'll be back. Oh. I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I've, I know myself. Yeah. But it's like, no, no, everybody goes and comes back. And I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, my life has changed a lot. One of the predominant reasons that I ended up moving to England was because I got married. Well, I'm divorced now. I still haven't chosen to go back. That has not been an option for me at all. Um, Sure, it's a very interesting country to be in for positive and negative reasons. Yeah. But so is every country, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I certainly think that in, uh, in England... We're kind of hyped up to think, oh, especially if you're working in London or living in London, it is quite spectacular yeah. spending a lot of time in London. Yeah. And then you think, oh, like, I remember going to New Zealand a few times and you think, oh, God, this is not nowhere near as important as London. <laughs> you know, you're thinking you're arrogant sort of way. So mm. 
the risk-taking involved, once you've been burnt, possibly doing yes. something like that is very risky. Yeah. It maybe makes you more risk-averse. I don't know. It so, might do, but if you're, if you're the person who took the risk in the first place, it might not, because you might be that kind of person. Uh, yeah. And I think, at the end of the day, there's always been people who have been more willing to take risks and people that are less willing to take risks and people that are better at choosing which risks to take. Oh, that's another and question. That are isn't not it? But like very you said, with the government which. controlling the education um, and saying that there's a right, there's a wrong answer, and taking risks, it isn't there, and the education system hasn't changed since the '60s, so yeah. it should have changed by now to adapt to these new, so to give our generation, new generations, the skills that what they, you know, will benefit from. But then no, it's true. That, that's okay. the control thing that you yeah, were saying. because I don't think the government is interested in that. No. Again, this is just a view, but my view is that I think the government has always just been predominantly trying to control, and I think it's just gotten more and more like that. I think uh, the people in power have become more and more... I don't know. It was like that Maybe. before all the church, before that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's always been like that, but people do talk about, like, all the leaders were more respectable and things like that. But then you, think, yeah, then you think that's the kind of shift that we're talking about in the society that we're seeing, that they want more and they're more like maybe self-interested well, and yeah. more and mm. feel like they deserve more. Maybe that translates to the leaders as well. And mm. the problem is that with, with like, if you look at the financial gap, yeah, I, I mean, just that just for, grows and grows. Yeah. And, you know. The situation is now that there's a growing number of people at the bottom. You know, the, the yeah. People are sort of sinking down with generationally. And, and the, the real wealth is being held by a smaller and smaller group, but they're getting more and more wealthy, you know. So, mm. and we're caught, the majority of people will be caught in the cycle of perhaps even back to pre industrial times when you just sort of like survived mm. almost. So, uh, not, not that great a prospect. But it's interesting what you said, about, uh, Vic, about education, because if the reality is that people have to take more risks at a young age, should we then be steering them to know about which risks are, are worth it? What do you think, Mo? <laughs> Overall, it's a, it's, a, it's a teamwork, you see, between parents, school, um, society, mm. to teach from a young age that we need to take risks in life. That's, you know, we all take risks in life, but what we need to aim for is understand that not all of us are going to make it in the sense that not all of us are going to be rich. We're all individuals. Some, some of us yeah. are going to be poor. Some of us are going to be rich. But it's okay. What matters is that you know you carry a good heart with you, uh, and uh, you don't look at that other person and think I want what he has. Yeah. You just think of what you've got and and be happy with it. Be content. Right. Mm. Yeah, with what you have. Mm. Uh, otherwise, you'll just compete, 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 and and then where do we? What's the end result? It's never yeah. enough. So, and the yeah. risk for more money is never enough. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The yeah. irony is that what you're saying is absolutely the truth because if you if you are happy with the, the minimum, you're genuinely happy. Whereas mm. you know, plenty exactly. of plenty like of really wealthy people are very yeah. are very unhappy. It's like and, that yeah, film. It's, it's, it's a risk in just living. You think you're okay at the moment, but there's always a point in the back of your mind that's already set up that fight or flight. You know, if something was to happen, 
you just do what you needed to do to get by and to survive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's like that film uh, Castaway. Castaway. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. You know, he was in a in a rut and he was trying to. He was stuck. Have you seen that film? Yeah, yeah, several yeah. times. He's stuck in a. I think there's a plane crash. Was it plane oh, crash? Have you felt? watched it several times? <laughs> it's <laughs> just like once. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's the sort of thing I do. <laughs> I, I do that. I, I don't know why, but I've seen a movie. Not back to back. And I, I watch it again. I know what's going to happen, but watch it again. Yeah. It just yeah. makes so it just cool. make comforting that yeah, you know yeah. what's going to happen at the end. Well, yeah, true. I'm like, true. Oh, oh, I was a bit like, like, oh my god, you just think he's never going to get out there. Is it? Yeah, but then you you think you know he's fighting to get out, but then when he did get out, I thought this is my life. I don't like it, and he decides to go back, and you think why the hell would you do that? But then you understand, he he likes being himself in his own space you know you could understand that part, mm. of, part of him mm. so I think everybody did that you know don't be scared of who you are you know you, you eventually might like yourself and you won't worry about mm. having a BMW or a big house in the periphery mm. yeah. yeah. or whatever you know you'll be well, so, so this that, that in my opinion raises quite an interesting point is because we were talking about should we change education mm. to teach people more about risks should we make efforts to change the way that we, that the younger people in society are going to end up viewing life. Themselves. Themselves. Yeah. Because yeah. they, um, yeah, they still, what if they crash and then they've got, haven't got the, the raw independence yeah. to look after themselves because yeah. all they see is like, oh, well, this is how I look after myself, take a photo. and Yeah. Well, but it's the reality. Almost, it almost possibly translates to the wealth gap because... People yeah. at the top are getting richer and richer. Well, how? By selling more and more things to the poorer people in mm. society and making people more well, and more obsessed about buying things yeah. that maybe don't yeah. matter. I don't, but but then, I mean, it's it's Hard a big to question. Think of the question again. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's not even just by selling things; they're just sitting on assets, really, and those assets are. Accumulating more and yeah, more but I think values. most of those assets are are the big companies, aren't they? Are they, are they not like the the one percent? Mm. Predominantly, it's the it's the biggest conglomerates conglomerates mm. selling this. I mean, thing. I was surprised to see the actual total of the most successful companies, and I saw like Tesla wasn't the top. I can't think there was Apple. I think it was Apple was near the top, but McDonald's was near right by the beginning, and all the car companies. Well, uh, well, that's a very interesting point about um, Apple because. That is one of them things. You don't need it because all the smartphones are and probably just as a, a capable. They are cheaper, and and the profits very obviously show that is what's happening. Oh God, it I'm is so... just a name brand, and it is nothing else. They are spending the same amount of money mm. making these machines. They are spending the same, and they're just getting three times the price or whatever, and people buy into it. It's no better. Because they're not, they don't work they, after a certain amount of years, do they as well? Yeah, well, I mean, if I'm you not, buy one outright, you, you might. No, I'm, I'm not. But but a lot of so many people are into it. You know, I have to have <coughs> Apple. But know, there is a, there is there is this thing about passive income because although obviously corporations are ridiculously wealthy and obscenely so, for a lot of 
what would be what would have been middle class people. These people have become very, very wealthy just through sitting on their assets. I was speaking to a friend of mine yesterday and he's just sold his house in London and I can remember going with him and he bought it for 110,000 mm. and he sold it for two and a half million pounds. Yeah. 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 So, you know, so... How many years is that? He bought it in about 1998 or something like that. No, but it's 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 exponentially crazy, and it even and we've now seen two crashes, which have also accelerated that. I mean, the main one is two thousand and eight, but to be fair, this with this whole pandemic, yeah, exactly. that's been a crash. Yeah, yeah. I've owned my property for three years, and I've, I think it now is worth about fifty grand more. Yeah, yeah the original no. worth. That's, and that's is, three yeah. years. And, but then, obviously, all the people who don't own exactly. Yeah, yeah, which which is an extreme example of what's been happening. Yeah, it's not an extreme example though. Yeah. Uh, so question time. They had this where a lawyer and a teacher they were married and they couldn't afford to buy their own house. Yeah, yeah, now, now because you know if if you were lucky enough to be a bit older and at least owned a property, you kind of made it in today's world, mm. and yet people that well-paid professionals can't afford to do that and this is this is where the risk comes in because yeah who can blame someone who's um, studied at harder uni or whatever they've done for numerous years gone into a profession that's quite hard work and they're still living in a shared house you know five ten because years they later earn so much yeah. and they have to pay as much their student loan whereas people that yeah. don't earn as much aren't paying it back so then the government's pay for it so where's yeah. All that money. So you know, that's, that's a very good point is the student loans. What are you going to ask? Well, um, no, I was going to say, though, I mean, it is true. It really is true that it's much harder to afford things. However, for example, I've got a friend, and she turned to me and said, I can't afford to buy a house. Yeah. I just but, looked at her lifestyle. I'm like, oh, yes, you can. Right. You just think that you can't because you're insisting on renting this amazing flat in this city centre and that costs you nearly a grand a month. You go on holidays without thinking. You um, drive quite an expensive car. Interesting. I never, ever earned as much as she earned when I bought my own house. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I had to give up so many things along the years to do that. Our dedication for a few years isn't too bad for the, for the end But it's not even like... And then you've got this yeah. massive debt of like your mortgage. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's true. But so then it's security, true. is it still security? Because that's what we were taught when we were younger, when you've got your own house, but then... You know, I could, remember yeah. the housing crash of the 90s where literally people were in negative equity and their mm. houses were worth a lot less than they're paid for. But what you're saying, Yarl, is interesting because it's about personal responsibility. Yeah, because there is some that, of that. You know, it's not necessarily necessary to take these risks if you can take personal responsibility. What do you think, Mo? Yeah, I think... Um, it's a tricky one because it um, depends what time you're living in. As you said, you know, you could have a house for two million pound, and then in a year's time, it could be worth a million, and you, you know, you just lost a million on on a property. Whereas mm-hmm. uh, renting has its ups in the sense that renting you can move, you're not tied down to a mortgage. Um, it can be less than a mortgage, you know, depending mm-hmm. how much you're renting for. Whereas a property, you know, there's a mortgage there, so you have to have your job. You can't really move about because you know, you know, you need a certain income mm-hmm. a month to pay mm-hmm. that mortgage. You can't take the um, risk. You can't. But the upside is, if you're earning quite a bit, you could pay your house off. Mm-hmm. Then you do have an asset 
Having said that, if you have a parking fine and you miss, uh, you know, your, your payments, yeah. they could take the house off you eventually. Yeah. So, you know, it's a it's it's a it's a double whammy. I don't know. Yeah. This is a silly analogy, but I'm just feeling that you know my asset if it's all paid off at the end of the day, it's there to look after me when I'm old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's, that's all it, it is. That's exactly just how because how vulnerable think. will I be when I can't work and I can't afford food and I can't do anything? Just yeah, I have yeah. that. Yeah, that's definitely a topic for another and conversation. People that I haven't got houses, they they haven't got any savings. They yeah. automatically get it's, put into... It's true, but, but can then I just say... Because I've got quite an... I think I've got quite an interesting perspective on this because what happened to me is I actually um, bought my house and I became ill, likely permanently, uh, about a year later. If I was renting, the benefits would pay me my housing benefit. But as it is, I need to find a way to cover my mortgage myself. Um, it used to be that benefits used to help you, at the very least, with um, interest. the interest. But uh, they've now turned it into a loan. Right. So, And a lot of things that the government used to help with, they don't help with anymore. Yeah. And that's, that's another question. I mean, and that that does tie in with risks and what yeah, you do. Absolutely. And, absolutely. You know. I mean, if you feel that you've got no um, safety net, yeah. if you're ill or... I mean, a lot more people are single now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah. single then, but like a middle-aged person, so that was never not, not heard of, you know, when yeah. I, in the past. Obviously, what you're saying, Vic, about being an older person and requiring care and everything, this is a serious issue for, for many of us. Mm-hmm. You know, earlier in life, you have to start planning for this. So, I, all I know is that if I ever end up in a old people's home, mm-hmm. I'll probably just do myself in. Honestly, I, I think that's probably. It would look really nice. Though. I mean, I think I'd live in one now. I, I I've think, got these little I, scooters. Yeah, I, 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 I live near one, you see, and mm. also got friends who work in them. Mm. And they, they are places which do you feel. It's like when you walk into a hospital, you feel, yeah. oh God. I suppose the, the amount of, of money can get you a good one. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. £2,000 yeah. a week will yeah. get you a very good one, mm. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably just make a bucket list and say, well, I'll do all this and then I'll, I'll Live just... Live while uh, you're young. I just, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I could have someone, you know, yeah. looking after me in that sense. Yeah, I just, that's true. You know, when, when it's that's time... Another, that's another any better idea conversation. So, no, you were saying that, you know, one of the solutions could be to instill a different sort of way of thinking yeah, around, instill a different around mentality. life because I'm kind of thinking moving on to well what can we do what are the better ideas to reduce this sort of panic situation that we have at the moment where and this inequality situation and this hopelessness almost yeah. Yeah. well the question is if here my idea would be rather than taking the risks separately all group together and take the risk of just trying to change things. Just being like, you know what? I'm fed up. But instead of each of us fending for ourselves, group together and come up with a plan and be like, government, we're not having it anymore. Big conglomerates, we're not having it anymore. Yeah. That's the nurses of strikes. Yeah, but just just, but then the wrong just change the world because there's a lot of things. It's like the what I was saying at the start about cryptocurrency. What makes what makes money, for instance, a valid thing is that people believe that I mean if we grouped together and went do you know what no we don't care then what would rich people be left with 
then what sort of system would we have? I mean, it's a it's an extreme idea, and it's a, it's a thing that you need to like start really thinking out the box with. But but it, it's true. There's a lot of things about reality that are set in stone, like gravity. But there's a lot of things yeah. like all the financial yeah. things and all that. I think you would be happier, but I don't know. I I don't speak to a lot of younger people mm. than me. I'm not I me. Mean, yeah, it's it's 15 years younger. That are at school still. I don't I don't know their views, mm. so. I don't know. I mean, to me, that makes perfect sense. Probably mm. makes more sense the younger you are, yeah, because the yeah. younger you are, the more locked out you could be. But I think so with I think, all this culture you know, of them, um, yes, around um, issues like climate change, environmental issues, oh, yeah. I think young yeah. people, are, yeah. you know, they're really, point. really aggressively sort yeah. of involved, aren't they? And yeah. and uh, you know, they want to change. They want to change the world, as you were saying, yeah. Yale. So I suppose it's capturing that sort of view of. Uh, way, of, way of thinking. I think they're going to do it slowly, aren't they? I don't think we'll see it in our lifetime, like mm. the changes, but you know, the wind power and the recycling, the amount that we actually recycle is only like 40%. Some mm. of like um, the companies that do recycle and actually put it on the boxes, or mm. it's a fake label. I've seen, really? I've heard about yeah. it, mm. yeah, yeah, and that can't Green fully be Yeah, it can't actually fully be recycled completely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was great how they brought in the wooden spoons and the wooden straw. You know, mm. that's a lot better stopping plastic. Mm. But yeah, if we're gonna generate and keep a healthier like earth, we do mm. need to start doing something. I don't like the paper straws. No one likes them, but no, they're no, all better yeah. for you. Yeah, but they are, yeah. And it's like, you have to drink well, you before get used it melts. You get used <laughs> to them, and if you don't know any different, you... Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. You could have that is true. Store, you know, that is true. New Zealand, they're banning cigarettes, aren't they? But, really? like, up, up to the age um, of 25, I think it will get to anyone under 25, they won't be able to buy cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. but I can't think of any arguments against that, to be honest. But then you'll get to a stage where no one's going to be that age. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it'll be banned altogether. Yeah. But so basically, the you're saying whoever's addicted can yeah. still have it, but don't get anybody else addicted. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Toxic well, as well. Yeah. yeah. But the but, question is, who's driving these these changes? Because uh, it has to be your own little bit. I think everyone does their little bit. That's all I see. The yeah. result. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's around uh, what you were saying though, around changing people's actual mindset around what they value because if we are we saying that the reality is that barring a kind of revolution which could happen yeah Mm. i'm not denying that yeah but in the interim period obviously people will have to live with the reality of the world that they're in you know you know not being able to prospectively afford those big ticket items that they used to be able to expect and still feel entitled to so how do you psychologically cope with that and maintain your level of self-worth, for example, because I see a lot of young people got very low self-worth because, you know, they're just hoping that something's going to, you know, they can't adopt this sort of magical thinking. Disney, the yeah. Disney effect. Yeah. And you, that doesn't work out for everybody, does it? The kind of luck thinking. It's, 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 you can't do it. It's, uh, like a, it's like fashion, isn't it? You, no one puts fashion out there. It becomes, like, gradually it changes. Isn't it? It's like the beards. It just came out one day and everyone's got them. So it's got to be a change. It has to happen like automatically as such, where people just realise that, mm. hang on, there's other things which are more important. Maybe films. Just money. Or, yeah. yeah. Sorry. yeah. But I think like a lot of these, uh, you know, like these kind of people like Andrew Tate, 
these kind of uh, oh, yeah, what do you call like them influencers yeah, yeah influencers you, yeah. they need to take a stance and try and sort of because uh, they're the ones people you know these youngsters do listen to so if they t- took that moral stance I mean I mean there are good ones out there there are decent people who are mm. who do speak but uh, a lot of these guys do go around uh, promoting materialism and stuff uh, and but that's how they get they need, paid and that's the they problem do get, I think that's, that's it, the driving but that's force the problem. <laughs> that's the problem well we talk about kids and the next generation because it might take a generation for things to change in the way that we think and adjust to the new normal yeah. you can start doing stuff yourself you know in your own little communities where you know you just be a good person and show people there's more to life than material wealth and uh, you know it's not all about trying to be the number one uh, trying to have the best car and so on I think it's more about being a good person and helping society in other ways uh, you can grow rich in the, them terms as well um, so yeah, yeah I would I would I would I would say that you know it's, it's I can't solve this but from my side what I can do is just make people aware of good stuff that we can do and if I don't solve it it doesn't matter at least I've started and maybe it might take 50 years to finish but at least you know you've done your bit mm. and that's all we can hope for really make your own bubble of a nice world to yeah. live in yeah because if you look at the broader picture in a lot of ways it's not it's you not the lost, sort of world you, that you want and like where do you fit in if you fit into your own bubble then you can make it how you want it yeah yeah. I mean, the danger there is that you, you, you do want to see outside your own bubble because mm-hmm. we see all of this polarisation, as you said, yeah. Yael. And so, you know, keeping keeping within your your um, reality, we don't want to exclude other realities because yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. you know that's life, Denial. and you know, it sort of teaches you a hard lesson if you if you step outside it. So, the the challenge is how to adopt that philosophy without feeling that. You're vulnerable to being scammed, for example, or being taken advantage of by the rest of the harder world. Another uh, idea is that uh, there are some there are influences now that may be moving away from commercialisation. I know it's difficult because that's the way that people make their money, but think gradually if 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 people are pushing towards making things more equitable for other people mm, yeah. those sorts of influential people might gain traction so i think we've just about run out of time folks